Holy Letters of the Rebbe in Volume 8. This is letter number 2373. Baruch Hashem dated the 28th day of Tevis, Toshi Yadalad, Brooklyn. And the Rebbe addressed Rav Agon, Rav Achosid. Tzina Mole Safra, that's an expression, a bucket full of, of uh, a pen full of swarm, I mean, a great genius knows. He was uh, the uh, very involved or, uh, in the uh, Encyclopedia Talmudis, Roshleimer Yosef Sheyichi Hazevin. And he was actually a Lubavitch Chosid, but he was a, a very renowned and uh, prominent scholar. So, uh, in any event, uh, the Rebbe uh, addresses to him with a lot of nice titles over here. And the Rebbe says, Shalom of Rocha. I just received the Rebbe says your letter, dated the twenty-first day of Tavis. So, apparently, he writes uh, Chabad, the uh, publishing house Kehos. They printed this day Chema. That's actually a, a Sephardic author who's a great a scholar, and the printing rights came over to Chabad, and the Chabad printed it over here. So the Rebbe says that he. He's writing that he never received the tenth volume of called this day Chemed. So the Rebbe said I had already written some time ago to Moirenu, uh, I'm not sure the first Shmotkin, that he should give out, uh, he should give you the above. I'm surprised the Rebbe says that he had not yet. In other words, the Rebbe had asked him to give him the tenth volume. Surprised he hadn't done it yet. So. Please, if while you receive this letter, you still have not received it, please let me know and I'll send it from you. So basically, the Rebbe asked somebody to give it to him, and the Rebbe is sort of surprised that it never made it to him. Separately, number two, the Rebbe says, in a separate package, I sent you the Tehillim that the Rebbe published over here with the commentary of Yahal Oir. That's the commentary that Samach Tzedek, the third Lubavitch Rebbe, it was a special tilim, the Rebbe said. And also the Tanya that has been published over here in connection with Yutas Kislev that passed. It's been published the first time in the United States. As I said in my previous letter, the Rebbe says, I'm sure that you have, Your Honor, you received it. Okay. So now, number three, Rebbe says, I want to bring up this issue. This is something I want to discuss. Certainly, you also heard about it, about the uh, uh, great, you know, uh, rising, uprising of uh, the spirits were sort of, people are all upset. The idea of Sherut Lu'umi outside of Eretz Yisrael in general, especially in the United States and specifically in New York. But it looks like what happens is they want to do, do it, and I think we actually have it now in, uh, in, uh, in Sharon over here. You have the Banot, they come from the state of the Sherut Umi, serving yeah. in the in uh, the army, so religious uh, women are exempt, and they call that the Sherit Lumi, and they have them, uh, 
fulfilling their, I think, their service outside of Eretz Yisrael in the United States and New York. So the Rebbe says, certainly now, uh, once they started uh, the registration from those who are uh, applicable to this Sherut Le'umi, to this uh, service, in other words, uh, the community for the country. So everybody sort of realized that this is uh, only relates to a very small number because the religious women uh, that go to Mea Sharim that's the enclave of the uh, the religious, of the Mea Sharim, and similar to that, they're going to be exempt anyways. They're going to be freed. And on the other hand, there are those that they want to take them, they want to enlist them in the army. And the ones in the middle are just few in number. Uh, so in other words, some will be freed altogether, some they will try to enlist in the army. So the amount of girls that we're talking about for Sherut Leumi is a small number. The, the middle are especially uh, that some of them will already be working in the offices that fit, you know, the criteria. So they're already working over there. And then there are some they don't take for health reasons. And other things, you know, they cannot exempt. So uh, the Rebbe says since it was already enough time that the drunkenness of victory, trying to have, you know, they want to win, they're, they're insisting on their victory. That drunken idea of wanting to die, to prove, to show that they don't care from no pressure, especially from the pressure that comes from the religious. So, the Rebbe says, it's now a fitting time to put an effort to bury this Indian quietly in a discreet way, in a way, let it stay as it is without doing anything, because then it also becomes an honorable way. Rebbe basically says, try to bury this so that it doesn't come up. I, I, in error, I said that they were going to serve a chutzlar. The Rebbe said, over here, the noise, the... the, the People are all upset about it, and uh, over here of what they're trying to to do. So the Rebbe says they shouldn't. They should try to bury this whole idea of of this national service for them, because we're just talking about a very small number, and just let it let it go. In other words, uh, don't. Uh, uh, and and the Rebbe says if you don't take them head on and you don't challenge them, so then they're not going to uh, fight it back. In addition, 
to all this, the Rebbe says, based upon what I hear from behind the curtain. Also in the uh, in the groups of Mapai, that's the Poila Agudas Yisrael, uh, they also have lost their, the Rebbe says, Gishmak, the taste and all this above management. They're not so excited about it. Especially, they already proved that they are, their hand is on the top, that they are in charge. So, if you would find some honorable way, so they themselves would have wanted to get rid of this entire, this bad deal, you know, this whole thing, they got involved. And the Rebbe said they would grab on that. The Rebbe is is, is, is saying that they also would let it go. So the Rebbe says, so, and all the above, and uh, there's blotted out over here. So the Rebbe says it's a proper time to influence him. There's a certain individual over there that there has come out a very clear ruling that there should be no Sherut Lumi. That this is not Sherut Lumi. Because the Rebbe brings down from Halacha, uh, this is no different than the Inyan Tesapri Memachuri Agel, which is laws of Tznius, uh, of, uh, which are still prohibited. So basically, this is not the proper things. The Rebbe references certain things in Halacha which for Sneas matters should not be done. The Rebbe says, especially many families and in many groups, they actually take this whole idea as being of Abizrayu Digil Arois Mamish. They take this to be uh, something which is very promiscuous. In other words, it's going to be a big opposition to this. This having the women go into uh, the Shedet Lumi. So, the Rebbe says, let it be true uh, that this is a uh, activity that comes from the known groups who are trying, you know, basically they're always there to cause uh, um, you know, problems for the, for the religious people, but at the end of the day, this has already been accepted now in wider groups by Jewish people and also not Jewish people. And just like whenever there's a war against religion in general, and especially when you talk about Tzniyas, Gila Arayas, you know, people jump on the bandwagon and they, uh, I guess, derade the religious people that they are, uh, you know... Uh, old-fashioned and their ideas are outdated. So, these people will believe that this is trying to... Some people believe that this is something which is really bad, and they will think that this is bringing them to violate their religion. And therefore, they, they, they will fight very strong against it. Basically, Rebbe is saying this will cause a tremendous opposition from these families that believe that enlisting their daughters into the Sherut uh, Lomi is considered a opposite of Tzni, is Gil So 
So the Rebbe says, now, during these days, is traveling to Israel, the great rabbi, Rav Shimshon, the Foyle's vice, uh, you certainly you heard about him when he visited Israel a year ago. He is the executive director of Young Israel over here. And he had great, did great things in matters of Yerushalayim with great effort. And notwithstanding the opposition he had from various different sides, I asked him that in my name he should visit, I don't know who the Rebbe says here, and after he should give him over, as he knows by himself, about the whole tumult that the upset that he caused that it caused over here, this whole idea of the shade with me, and without a doubt that this is gonna cause them losses in their funding in their various kinds of uh, fundraisers and on the relationship to the settlement of Eretz Yisrael, etc., etc. So he will he will also give over my view, my request about the situation now in the Sherut Me, and that because of the news above that comes from behind the curtain, that also the lefties are also looking an honorable way to retract. So this is a, an opportune time that they should take the initiative and the beginning is a very clear instruction to nullify this. I asked the Ravice that first of all he should visit you and he should ask you that you should organize for him a special meeting for this by blotted out with regards to this matter and it would be best that you honor you should also be there during that visit and you should utilize your impact and the person's respect that he has for you to bring this as soon as possible and as quickly as possible because the whole delay is going to bring loss for many aspects. <clears throat> if you have to go, you can go. I will continue. Okay. Thank you. Number five. For sure, it's extra to encourage you that, or to point out to you that if you have some notes or some insights as far as the addition of the Tanya, please let me know uh, openly and thank you ahead of time. And number six, the Rebbe says, so here the Rebbe changes, you see, from he was uh, a great genius and rabbi, so the Rebbe, first the Rebbe discusses about uh, the Sefer Zdei Chemed, the, the, the Tehillim, and then in the middle the Rebbe goes out and in a great length the objection, the opportune time to object to the Sherit Lumi. and then the Rebbe goes back to talking about notes that he might have on the Tanya and also in number six the Rebbe said, I had a nod that, that I enjoyed that they honored you and they give you the sheer Gomorrah through the radio. So he's now giving a class of Gomorrah on the radio. So Rebbe says, for sure, this will not inter- interfere with your most important work in the encyclopedia, the Talmud, is, the Talmud encyclopedia. Uh, that's in your 
definition that is something can be done through somebody else. And therefore you can even waste time of learning because normally a mitzvah that somebody else can do, you shouldn't waste your time for learning. But in this case, the Rebbe is saying, in his case, he's the only one, the Rebbe says, you can do the encyclopedia, so therefore you can even waste your time, but the Rebbe says hope is not going to interfere. And the Rebbe says from time to time, you'll find the opportunity to sort of spice up your classes with matters of your Shemayim and as far as practical mitzvahs. Because this is, in the end of the day, what we're all about. As the Pasuk says, Hashem has commanded us to do all the mitzvahs le'yira. Es, it's a mistake over here, the, to uh, fear, to bring the fear, in other words, the awe of Hashem and Lekim. Um, the Rebbe said, the Rebbe answers that the the will of Hashem in your, in your hands should be successful to spread out the luminary of Torah in the close and far places and to show good fruit, to be able to see good fruit in your efforts for long years and good and fruitful years with honor and blessing for success with the Rebbe's signature. It's amazing how the Rebbe uh, admires him, encourages him, and utilizes him for Yiddishkeit, the Rebbe encouraged in that way. The Rebbe adds a footnote here that I asked this Rebbe Weiss, that if he will hear from you, that there will be a benefit also to have a meeting with another person, and also to speak to him about the above in my name, he has the right to do so. <coughs> and then he should turn to this other Rabbi, Shmuel Dov Zislin, we had a letter to before, to organize the meeting with the person to find proper ways how to influence him. Also, I told Rabbi Weiss that if he's going to hear from you that it's also fitting to meet with the above with another person, you should put an effort to organizing the meeting. If you are able to help him also in this, help him. And the Rebbe says, he uses a Lashon of Gemara, that from him and from him, the blessed name of Hashem should be praised. Which means, in those cases, there was a, the Talmud is in this. The story, you know, they were a little bit of, uh, the wife was a little bit upset that the rabbi's wife was, uh, the rabbi's wife was a little upset on the other woman. She said that, you know, you think your husband is such a big guy. And, and you know, you know, my husband is also a big guy. So, <laughs> so he said it. So she said it to her husband, and her husband says, what do you care? Hashem will be praised from me and from them, from everybody, you know. Basically, the Rebbe says, I do it, you do it, this guy does it, the other guy do it. The bottom line is, you see how much effort, not only effort, see how much the Rebbe is trying to organize the meetings with who to meet and who to say, try to convince him to get rid of this terrible thing of the Sheriff Umi, as the Rebbe used then. But apparently that... I don't know what happened there. We'll see in the following letters to see what happened and look up the history. But uh, we know, as we know now, there is the Sherid Lumi as, as, as present. So I'm um, not sure exactly how that worked out then.